No matter where you are, there's probably a Speedway right around the corner. So whether you want a freshly brewed hot or iced coffee, fountain drink, or speedy freeze, Speedway's got the fuel to keep you going all summer. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Hey guys, if you really like this episode, please support our podcast by going to talkmurder.com slash join and becoming a Talko Supremo. On May 7th, 2017, around 3 a.m., a high school cheerleader gives birth in the bathroom of her parents' home. Her friends, family, and parents didn't even know she was pregnant. And just like that, Brooke Schuyler Richardson finds herself in the middle of a national Roe v. Wade discussion that has been dividing this nation for decades. The murder trial starts September 3rd, and I am asking you, yes you, is this once high school honors graduate cheerleader guilty of murder, or is she being railroaded by the state of Ohio? Welcome to Talk Murder to Me. So when I was uh, at Trader Joe's this morning... Wearing my Talk Murder to Me Van logo baseball tee. Oh, the logo one? The Yeah, I was wearing the, the big one that yeah. said Talk Murder to Me I on it, not the shirt. one night stand mm. one. I want to get that one. We definitely should because that was the best advertising ever. The girl at the checkout was like, I saw you walking when you're in the freezer aisle. And I was like, what is that? And so she, she's like, what is Talk Murder to Me? And I said it was a podcast. She's like, oh, my God. I love true crime podcasts. And then the guy starts bagging. He's like, oh, yeah, me too. Have you ever heard of My Favorite Murder? That's the one that somebody had recommended. He's like, yeah, not really. You know, totally my style. But it's a podcast. And then and I was like, it's actually my podcast that I do. <laughs> and then the, even the checkout lady that was behind her was like, oh, my God. No, it was like, yeah, we're a top 100 true crime podcast. And then the girl was like, oh, my God, love it. She was like, can I take a picture of you uh, of the shirt so I can make sure I download it? And then the other girl wrote it down. Uh, and then she asked me what we thought about um, what I thought about True Crime Junkie and the latest news there. And so I said, I was just reading an article about that last night. Have you re- heard about this, Jen? Yeah, that they they um, they plagiarize. Yeah, they didn't credit their sources. So, so she was pretty like appalled about it. Um, and so I said, I was too. And I shared it with John, our, you know, main storyteller, since he is the one that does all the research for the story. 
And, you know, you, you, while you do a great job with all of your research and crediting um, all the sources that you use, you do. You do an awesome <laughs> job about that. You're very good about that. Uh, you say this is from a police report. This is from a book. This is from a news article. And you say exactly what it is. Um, and I think that's important. But your perspective on it was, well... You know, they're not journalists. It's entertainment. But also it was like part of what they were breaking down in the article that I was reading last night. You've, and Future John, you can cut all this. Well, they were want. just like blatantly reading word from word. Okay, and they, but, they, <laughs> but they like credited it as the, their own research. They weren't just like, oh, yeah, this came from Wikipedia. Like they, they were just like, and this is. See, my style is so much I, different because all these other true crime podcasts are like on May 20th, he went here and then he killed him. But we talk about. You know how how I tell the story. It. It's mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. It's, mm-hmm. it's like telling a story. They're yeah. just they're just reading words. <laughs> it's like reading a book. <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day um, about our podcast, and um, he mentioned that it is supposed to be like a campfire type setting. You know, he like that's how he fused it. It was Gene, and he said uh, he's like that's kind of how I see it. Like you sit around with your friends and you're just talking and telling a story, oh, and I love yeah. that. And I, yeah. so anyone that doesn't like you know the banter or anything else, then that's too bad for them because that's not the type of podcast that you know you guys mm-hmm. are. It's who we are. So for those of you who like it, thank you. For those of you who don't, I'm sorry, but. I'm not sorry. Yeah. I'm not sorry. In fact, sorry, I'm not sorry. For the people, every time we get a review that says too much banter, I like add more banter in there. <laughs> so what are we drinking? Prom night. Prom tonight. Do, 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 do. Like from another two movie that we watched recently. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that movie. Oh, uh, yes. Me too. So the hint that John gave us was prom baby. And... <laughs> Uh, so either oh, no. I, I'm not really excited about this case, I don't think. But I mean, I'm never really excited about a I, case. But I think I just wanted to get yelled at. I I, I think I just wanted to see who Do you would have a thing for that, like getting yelled at and and yell at me for doing this case. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, so um, so I found a drink called Prom Night. It is Malibu vodka and cran raspberry juice. I think it's quite good. I don't. I'm not. I don't love it. It I, reminds me of something I would drink in high school, but I didn't really drink in high school. I didn't drink in high school, period. I drank with my parents at home. Really? Yeah, they, that, would, let, they would let me have, like, wine at dinner and stuff like that. No, that never happened in my house. You know, in Massachusetts, that's not illegal because for some rule. Kendra told me this once a long time ago, that yeah. if your parents served you, like, wine at dinner or something like that, that's not illegal. Hmm. Interesting. Someone who is familiar with the law, you can contact me and tell me if I'm right or wrong. Well, that's good. Please don't put my mom in jail. She's our number one fan. (laughs) All right. This is from Lauren from Melbourne, Austria. Australia. Uh, I was like, Austria? That's a new one. That's not not Melbourne. She put a little panda or a koala with that little emoji koala. Yes. Did you know that? Please pandas? visit soon. Oh, so, I would love to. That she would be says, awesome. um, I've been wanting to register for ages. Wow. And that and and just want you to know that you're the first and only potty P O D D Y 
I'm financially subscribed to. Oh, yay! yay! Just wanted to say I love your pod. I thought I said bod for a minute. I was like, I know she ain't talking about me. Or me. (laughs) (laughs) And not really me either. You guys are so fun, and I really enjoy the cases you talk about and the research you put into them. See? One last thing. Where is our Gacy Part 2 episode? Uh Speak soon. You know, I'm not purposely not putting out Part 2s. I think you You are. You guys don't think that, do you? Yes. Until someone requests it? Yeah. I you really it. don't think I'm purposely not putting them out, do you? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, shit. You were waiting I'm for somebody to busted. beg you. Gacy Go on to... and do it. Does matters look this how you feel? Gacy 2 will be out. And when it comes out, I'm going to dedicate it to you, my new friend, Lauren. Did you... Ooh, Lauren's definitely going to get a Gacy sticker. I'm a, yes, we're sending you a Gacy sticker. It might take a while for it to get to you. Yeah, it's probably going to take a year for it to get there. But we're sending you a bunch of stickers, Lauren. Thank you so much for your support. And I'm dedicating part two to you. And I'm going I'm to write you a poem. <laughs> what? Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Cheers! Cheers. Oh. Ugh. What was that? That was delightful. You were supposed to guess. Um, it's not bad. It's not really good either. Um, Strawberry? No. Is this local? No. This Blue local. raspberry. No. Blueberry. Yes. This is Western Sun Blueberry Vodka. Yay, I Western like that. Sun. All right, so the hint tonight. It's delicious. For you guys was prom, baby. So, Nicole, where are we going and who are we killing tonight? I um, think we're going to M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Um, and I think we're going to a high school prom where... Someone is brutally murdered, and they were knocked Pregs. up at the time. Pregs. Yeah. The victim, not the murderer. I think that we're going to Kentucky, and that the murderer was a prom baby. Oh. Like, a not, like he, a was pr- con- he was conceived, conceived at prom at night? Prom? No, not conceived, but, like, they conceived. had sex and... That is oh, conceived. I thought it meant like given birth. Oh, no, like given birth. Oh, like, so she was given birth at prom? They were. Uh, oh, like in Saved? Yeah. I love that movie. All right. Those are all. Hillary Faye. Sorry. Those Catholic are all school. good guesses. We are going to Ohio. Damn. I was close. O-H-I-O. Ohio. The Flatlands. We just watched that documentary about Ohio, about that. Chinese glass company. So Netflix is called American, American Company or something. Yeah. Neil, I started to watch um, Pretty a good. documentary today. I didn't finish it. So we, I think you guys would like it called Wild Wild Country. It's about. I think we watched that. Oh. But there's like the cult. The yeah. Crazy cult. In yeah, Oregon. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. At nap time, you guys know my naps. I fall asleep to like weird, creepy stuff. And then at night, I always put on something delightful as to chase the demons away. So I put that on as my nap documentary. And I missed pretty much the whole first episode, but I woke up during the second episode and I would, now I want to go back and watch the whole it's thing. It's a great series. 
All right. So tonight, you guys are going to really hate me. We are talking about Brooke Schuyler Richardson tonight. The reason I am so interested in this case is because she is going to trial next week. And I want to know everyone's opinion about the case. And I want to give you the facts because a lot of media sources out there are giving out factitious facts. Fictitious? Fictitious, fictitious facts. In sure. fact, big media sources out there are currently spreading false information on this case. And I think it's bullshit. So should I know this case? It's big in the news right now, isn't it? It's big in the news, yeah, but... All right. Well, well as someone who's not really attuned to true crime news because they had to not pay attention to it... forced not to. ...forbidden from doing anything true crime related. Don't judge us if we haven't heard about and it, I like the listeners. shock value you guys give, you know? I know, but I'm just saying, good I don't want our listeners to judge the fact that we don't know it if it's all over the news. We're actually... We walk around... Jen and I walk around with blindfolds all day. So, it's like the bird box challenge. Is that how your car keeps getting all messed up? <laughs> Ironically, none of them have been from uh, me. So, thanks for that. One was from me. Yeah, one was from one me. One was from you, and then one was from a coworker. <laughs> for this episode, I'm just going to straight give you what happened. I'm not going to build up any tension, because this is one of those Band-Aid situations where you just got to rip it the shit off. And that's what I'm going to do. Okay. So we're going to May 7th, 2017. Fairly recent. Very recent. Her name is Brooke Schuyler Richardson. Her name meaning the killer? The killer, yes. But everyone calls her Schuyler. So from now on, I'm going to call her Schuyler. Okay. 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 And Schuyler is a female. Yes. Yes, she's a female. Got it. We're going to... I don't even know really how to say this right now. We're going to uh, Brooke Schuyler Richardson's house, the specific location inside her parents' bathroom. It's about 3.45 in the morning. She gives birth to a baby. In the toilet. In the From tub. what she says. I'm going to get into this. But... None I feel of, like this case is just going to make me very upset. It's going to make you really upset. But oh, I, I want no. to bring another side <gasps> to this case. Does right. she kill her baby? Let him tell the story. Oh, let, him t- let him tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, all right. Skyler, when you said it would upset Jen, I was like, oh, shit. Skylar really has Jen. the baby at 345. Now, her parents do not even know she was pregnant. Don't say it yet. I know what you're thinking. They don't know she's pregnant. No one else knew she was pregnant, wink, wink. And from what the news stories are reporting, that night after she had the baby, she buried it after she bashed its head in <gasps> and set it on fire. What? Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> Jen, what Jen, are you doing? You can't do that, Jen. And no. she buried it outside of her window which i'm gonna show you her home her, oh, it's her parents home Jesus. now this this is not a very fun case to research but clearly this not. is a quote tabloid horror story okay oh please the tabloids love it let me give you one example of what i'm talking about of what the headlines are saying this is from the daily mail which you know we love the daily mail here 
Um, you guys probably want me to read this, don't you? Yes, please. Murder trial. Well, this is from the Daily Mail, published 20th of August, 2019, so a few days ago. The headline, Murder Trial is set for Ohio cheerleader charged with bashing in her newborn daughter's skull and burying her in the yard just few days after her prom. As defense loses bid to hide evidence suggesting she set the baby on fire. That is what we're dealing with tonight. This is going to be a big case. It's already a big case because she's going to court September 3rd. But the reason I'm doing this case, because I didn't necessarily want to do this case, but you're going to see this in the news. So I wanted to give you all the facts because uh, like even the mainstream media sources are running wild with his whole cheerleader lighting babies on fire thing. And that's that's not exactly what happened. And I want to set the record straight. So did she know that she was pregnant? Yeah, she definitely knew that she was pregnant. Like and before the baby was coming out of her in the toilet. Yes. All right. April 26th, 2017. So as I said, May 7th is when the baby was born, right? Now, I do want to say... She and her family, because this is very important, claims that it was not a live fetus. It was a stillborn. She and her family claim. Well, yeah, after the fact. Okay. All right. April 26, 2017, Skylar has an appointment with Dr. William Andrew at Hilltop Obst- Obstetrics and gyne- Gynecology. Nope. Uh, gynecology. And gyne- Gynecology. I know it's confusing because it's like vagina doctors. Vaginecology. (laughs) Oh, is this OBGYN? Yes. Obstetrics. Yes, OBGYN. Mm -hmm. Very good, John. We're proud you put that together. All right. Reminds you of the thing in Rat Race. (laughs) (laughs) I need it for the placenta. You remember that? uh... The vagina. Yes, I'm so glad that you referenced that movie. I can't believe you didn't like that movie, John. I've seen it before. It is a very funny movie, although I hate the part, the prairie dogging part. Like, uh, I don't like that part. That's just gross to me. Dad, I don't have to pee. It's number two. Sorry, I can't stop. Dad, I'm prairie dogging it. What the hell does that mean? You know, like when a prairie dog sticks his head in and out of the ground. I love that movie. It's, I think it's very underrated. Yeah, it's very funny. Skylar has an appointment with Dr. William Andrew at Hilltop OBGYN. OBGYN. Obi-Wan Kenobi. What is it? OBGYN. OBGYN, where she told him that she was in the late stages of her pregnancy. Now, this is the first time anyone besides her has the information that she's pregnant. And in fact, her parents didn't even know. Until after the cops came to their house. All right. Mm. Here's what I'm still having a little trouble deciphering here with this, with this specific date. Because she was with her mother that day. This is April 26, 2017. Now, she was in the late stages. I'm talking about third trimester. Mm-hmm. All right. She goes there. It's just 11 days before the, the yeah. incident. So she goes there to get birth control pills what yeah this is what i'm very confused about and i'm wondering if someone else shouldn't be charged with something a malpractice or something she tells this doctor william andrew that she's in her late stages of pregnancy they do a urine test you're definitely pregnant 
She says she's just here to get birth control meds, and her mom's waiting in a waiting room. He writes her a prescription for him. What? Should you not be taking birth control if you're pregnant? I feel like you shouldn't do that. Maybe I'm correct. I barely know what I barely know anything about the women parts and stuff. But that just stuck out at me. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is strange. I feel like as a I know I am not a medical professional, but I feel like as a as a doctor, you wouldn't prescribe those until she's given birth to the baby. Maybe she begged him so that she had something to take with her out of her appointment like to give her mother a reason yeah. to believe that that why she was the, at the doctor yeah and i don't she, know maybe she was like i promise i won't take them i don't but know guys all of this information is sourced from either charging documents or media sources which i had to go through a lot of different media sources to actually find out you know what there's a lot of bullshit out there well so. it's not a lot of bullshit it's just like a lot of conflicting statements mm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. may 7th is when she gave birth now 3.45 a.m., bathroom baby, 48 hours after her school prom. Now, I'm going to show you a picture of her in her school prom dress. Go to talkmer.com to see pictures of Skylar. She had the baby 48 hours after this picture was taken. Wow. She does not look pregnant. I'll give her that. Granted, it's not a profile view, but... All the media sources, the first thing is cheerleader, cheerleader, cheerleader. She was, but a lot of girls are cheerleaders. And that brings up another fact. That brings up another point I wanted to make. When did the word cheerleader and girls being cheerleaders become such a derogatory term? Not derogatory, but like cheerleader is like a bashing word. It's like uh, it's associated with a mean girl. Well, she is more than a high school cheerleader. I'm sure she is. I mean, if if she was a soccer player, they wouldn't be soccer player, killed her baby. They might. Shot put thrower, kills her baby. It, it, no, it's it like has, high schooler. It has a connotation of being a mean girl. Yeah, I being know. Being like a bitchy popular girl. I would say it has more of a connotation of being a little bit more promiscuous than necessarily there being go. a mean yeah. girl. That's her right there. Now, guys, you know, I didn't just research the first layer of skin on this case. Because I don't want to see an innocent girl. He went into the epidermis. No, he went into the dermis. Oh, damn. I didn't want to see an, not innocent girl, but I didn't want to see another Shayna Hubers. If she has a story that she's telling that's the truth, I want to know it. You know? I don't want to just see the first headlines. Cheerleader has a baby. She kills it, burns it alive. Cheerleader this, cheerleader that. That pisses me off, man. You know what I'm saying? It does. And I know I have an affinity for the female killers, but, you know. Yeah, you're a little softy. July 12, 2017. Now, this is, you know, April, May, July. So it's about a month later. She had an appointment with Dr. Casey Boise, who was asked by Dr. Andrew, the one that she saw first, to go in there and find out what happened to the baby. The reason she went there in the first place that second appointment was to get a refill on her meds, okay? But now mm. they want to know what happened to the baby because, oh, your urine just came back, your test, urine test. There's no baby in there anymore. What happened to it? Are you a mother, a proud mother? Like, where's your baby? Is he out in the waiting room? That's when she says it was a stillborn and she – this is what she says. It was a stillborn baby. She had it in her bathroom. She buried it in her backyard. That's exactly what she said. Now, of course – 
the doctor is going to go tell the police, which they did. July 20th, 2017, she was arrested. Okay. Now, this was not only a shock to the parents, but why I said this was a tabloid horror is because the day she was arrested out of nowhere, even the neighbors went out and purchased lawn chairs to put on their front lawn to watch everything that's going on. <laughs> Honestly, we would do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would totally do that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I mean, it makes the family, they can't, there's cameras everywhere. They said they try to go to sleep at night. They shut all the lights off, but it was still bright as hell inside because the all media, the spotlights outside. Yeah. yeah, the media, the cops, roped it off, everything else. August 4th, Skyler indicted on charges, aggravated murder, involuntary manslaughter, endangering children, tampering with evidence, and abuse of a corpse. Hmm. Now, she, when she's arrested, she willingly talks to the detectives and they grill her for hours and hours and hours. Okay. And she says the whole time, it's a stillborn. It was a stillborn baby. Well, let me, let me tell you her story right quick. This is her story that she tells police. Now, I pulled this from the charging documents and n- numerous sources. She was frightened when she gave birth in the middle of the night. She didn't know what to do at that time. Now, she went to the bathroom to pee. It's 3.45. And she says the baby came out, which does happen. I had a friend that was on one of those, um, I didn't know I was pregnant shows. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a real thing. I do find it. But she did know she was pregnant. But She knew she was pregnant, but for it to just, like, slip out, I find that part to be unlikely. Having a child is not, like, a slip and slide. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I well, okay, so the whole stillborn thing, like, that puts it into perspective of, okay, like, let me put that in my... If if that were me, if that happened to me, I could see some of the rationale, but I just I don't feel like see it, if it you're in labor, right I mean, unless you have a very high tolerance for pain, I don't see her having a very quiet labor, especially being a scared teenager. I, yeah. I and her parents sleeping in, in the house, like... You it's d- a pretty big house. Though. I don't think I mean, anyone has huge, that but... high of a pain tolerance. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I, and you think that there would be some noise, some disturbance in the house. Like, you know, we don't like if I was giving birth in the bathroom, you guys would certainly be able to hear me across the house. Exactly. I'd probably think that somebody is murdering you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Now, this is July 14th when they were questioning her. She said she had to urinate, and while she was on the toilet, a baby girl with pale skin came out. This is what she tells detectives. The baby never opened her eyes. She cradled her for hours and then waited for her eyes to open or to breathe, but there were, quote, from her, no signs of life. She then takes the baby downstairs into the garage. She takes a small garden spade. She digs a hole between two trees near the edge of her yard where she could always see it from her bedroom. I'll show you a picture of her house. I'll put on Talk Murder. Yeah, I mean, her her window—here, let me show you a picture real quick. So I'm I'm sure this is coming. 
Had the baby not been a stillborn, what was her plan? Because she didn't tell her parents, and, and this was all the way up to, you know, she's nine months, pr- or what? Or did the baby come super early? No, it was like right on time. Okay. So what would have been her plan had the baby been born alive? She didn't have a plan. She's 18 years old. No, no, you got to have some sort of forethought in your head about that. Like, am I going to tell my parents? Like, a screaming baby then is going to wake If I had a smooth, smooth labor, Mm -hmm. a screaming baby's going to wake up mom and dad, then what? Yeah. Or, like, like you're going to have the baby quietly and then sneak it off and drop it off in front of the fire station? Well, her mother, mother, Kimberly, did come out and say if they would have known and she would have had the baby... They would have dealt with it, whether giving it up for adoption or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I honestly do not believe. I I honestly believe the parents had no clue. I, I want to put that out there. Yeah, and no I'm matter not, how crazy it sounds. I mean, you saw the prom picture. She doesn't, she doesn't really look, look pregnant. very far along. Um, so maybe the baby was very small or pre- that's where I was going. If it was premature, like maybe that's an instance where she wouldn't. Where it could have come out very easily. This is her. This is her house where the baby was buried. Maddie's believes nature is beautiful, majestic, serene, but human nature is inventive, intrepid, reckless. Nature says, "Look how many colors I can fit in a sunset." Human nature says, "Look how many hot wings I can fit in my mouth." But human nature needs nature. That's why there's Maddie's All Natural Acid and Indigestion Relief, a drug-free remedy for human nature. Available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and Amazon. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. And, and then again, okay. So, so that's her window right up there, that you, top window. You give birth. There's no screaming baby according to her because it was a stillborn. But you give birth, that's a whole commotion. Then you're going to go outside and, like, you're, like, going to be covered in, you know, your own blood. And, and like, do you expect us to think that there's, like, there's, that's a whole other commotion. Like, you go and down the side, let me just go dig a hole in my backyard. You're not going to hear any of that? Like, I don't know. I understand the parents, like, not knowing she was pregnant beforehand. But now, now what? Like, I don't know. I don't know. All right. She put Annabelle is what she named the baby, into the ground. Then she dropped, this is kind of ridiculous. She drops wilting pink rose petals on top of the child that she had on her prom thing, prom dress or whatever. Mm -hmm. And her parents were asleep the whole time. They had no idea what was going on. They didn't know until she was arrested. I'm a little, I'm a little confused, devastated for this whole thing. But, I mean, I see, I see you. Have like you, you make a decision. You know, you find out you're pregnant. You make a decision to carry the child. You carry that child for nine months, and the baby is born is stillborn. That's that's devastating. Okay, say that's the case. Now, on the other hand, you you, carry, you make a decision to carry the baby for nine months. 
you carry that child for nine months, you name it, the child comes out alive, and then you decide to kill it? Like, th- that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but that's what, that's the case right here. Because the prosecution, which I'm going to get to the actual prosecutor for the state, because you got to know his background too, because it's very important. For instance, he claims to be, extra, quote, extraordinarily pro-life. Okay. That's a big, that's a big thing in a case like this. Okay. Okay. But I'm not saying that. But, but the, the decision, the, the, you but can't she, prove the child was alive. They, they, well, they, they did test, they did tests and all this stuff, but you can't, there's no, no test you can do to prove that the child was alive. Unless they say, okay, so they say that Cause she lit the child on fire, right? Is that not true? Like, cause then you could say, well, if the, bu- baby was born alive and then she burned the child alive like then there would be smoke in the child's lungs Uh, here's my position it's gonna piss you guys off i think this whole thing should be thrown out because of some straight out lies that the state of ohio has been put the prosecution team has been pushing on this case and they made it tainted from the start and i'm gonna tell you well, I was just going to ask, what does the, I mean, I know it, it went from the time that she was arrested to the, t- from the time that she was, that the, that the, she gave birth to the child was two months. But what, was there any kind of evidence or any forensic evidence that could have given some sort of conclusive answer as to what happened to the child? Like they said, like the, like when you, when the headlines that you were reading that say smash a child's head in and let it on fire, there was, was there no evidence of like the child being burned or having their head, having its head, any for any sign of blunt force trauma or anything like that? All right. Yeah. Let me get into that right now. Um, and then I'll go back to the timeline. Forensic anthropologist, Dr. Elizabeth Murray, which is really funny guys, because I don't know what case, but she has done. One of the cases we've covered, she I I remember that name, Dr. Elizabeth Murray. She's done one of the cases we've done. I don't know which one, but we've I've mentioned her name before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she was there when the body was being excavated. She says that the body was charred, the bones were charred. Okay, once that comes out, it floods everything. Even now, news sources, big news sources, like people and everything else, still say that the body was burned. But she recanted that statement. Hmm. And as a forensic anthropologist, to recant something that important is very shocking. So I don't believe anything she says about the body because – She basically lied. All right, this is from her. This is what she quotes right here. No, this is from people. And I'm putting all these sources from Talk Murder. In an email exchange with forensic pathologist, Dr. Elizabeth Murray wrote that, quote, whether the bones were burned or not, that baby was still dead, had unexplained skull fractures, which can you even believe that now? Because she said it was burned before. Anyway, and was buried in the backyard. I don't understand why the burning takes it up such a notch. She basically says, I know I said the body was burned, and now why is it such a big deal that I'm recanting that? Because you fucking lied about it. 
Wait, how do you not well, know if our bones are charred yeah. or not? The, are the bones charred or not? Because that is a big notch. And now you're saying, why does that even matter? Okay, what's it, oh, matter? it matter? It's not burned. Who cares? It's still dead. Because it fucking matters. It does matter. And well, it, actually, it puts it, a lot of... It is one of the charges. It gets a lot... It puts a lot of mistrust of mutilating into the defense. Because they're, now they're like, wait, you were charging us because the body was burned. And right. now it's not burned? And so we should believe you that the skull is fractured? Like, what the fuck? Why would we believe anything you say, Dr. Elizabeth Murray, if it doesn't... Because, quote, I don't understand why the burning takes it up such a notch. Because you were the one that said it was burned to fucking begin with. And that's what all the news sources are still saying, even though it's not true. It's not true. That is a huge fucking thing. I'm sorry. That is a big thing to me. No, that is that is big. That because that I mean, it it doesn't. That's an entire charge against her. It's it. But the way she says it it is like, why does it matter if I I misspoke? The the baby was dead. I know, but it's just like, well, why does it matter? Okay, um, Miss Fami Malik from Boys on the Track episode. I'll tell you why it matters. Because you're the expert. (laughs) You could your testimony and your expertise. So are they going to get a second opinion? Yeah, the, they did get a second opinion. The baby was not burned. Okay. <laughs> and what about the skull fractures? I couldn't find anything about the skull fractures. Hmm. Anything at all. Besides what she said. So then, at, at, at a minimum, the burning, the burning of a corpse charge should be dropped. Then. Well, it, she never actually got charged for burning it, of a corpse. It's uh, mutilation. Oh, mutilation. Yeah, so. Well, then we can't drop it unless we know for sure if the skull was fractured. All right, uh, October 22nd. Now, this case is very divided, obviously. One of the main points, and I don't know law very well, so we do have some legal legal experts out there, even some talking primos that are going through criminal justice, and even some lawyers out there. So I would love your guys' feedback. But on October 22nd, 2018, the defense for Skyler lost their appeal. They put an appeal right off the bat that said to sequester information that is irrelevant to the case before the jury is formed and before it ever gets started, the case ever gets started. Now, the information that they wanted to sequester was all of her conversations with her doctor because they wanted to be under the patient-doctor privilege agreement where you can't talk about patients like that, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And if it's a stillborn and if it's not technically murder, then that should definitely fall under that. But they lost that appeal. Now all those witnesses on the September 3rd coming up next week, they can come in and testify and everything else, okay? That's not good for the defense. December 6, 2018, the NAPW... And I'm putting a link of, of their appeal on the website. The na- they are the National Advocates for Pregnant Women. They filed their own appeal supporting Skyler that says, this is bullshit. The patient-doctor privilege is a legal right, especially for a pregnant woman. Okay, so I, I don't know if your stance on that how you think about that. But I mean, that's a big thing because if that testimony comes into the court, 
you know, that may change everything. Mm-hmm. All right. It's it's a, a bad precedent for others. Yeah. On February 20th, the Ohio Supreme Court declined to accept the appeal. So she's going to court September 3rd. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Brooke Schuyler Richardson. She graduated from Carlisle High School. She, yeah, she was a cheerleader. Um, uh, you'll see that. You type her name in. That's the first thing you'll see. She graduated with honor. She was going to the University of Cincinnati to study psychology. She was, after her arrest, she started working part-time in her attorney's office because she wasn't, she wasn't just sitting in a prison in jail waiting for her trial. She was on bail. Yeah. Well, no, well, uh, it's weird. She was, she was on like house arrest. Basically, Mm -hmm. she could go anywhere. She was monitored at all times and she had to be home at 9 p.m. So she was working in her attorney's office part-time, um, and that's just because, and her mother, Kimberly Richardson, tells, and I put a lot of my, I put a lot of my research from teenvogue.com. <laughs> but anyway, her mother, Kimberly Richardson, tells Teen Vogue that she was rejected from 40 jobs when she was trying to go get jobs, because I mean, her name is plastered everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the family also said that they can't go back to their church in their hometown anymore. They, the mother gets photographed, whether she's walking the dogs or getting groceries. Their life is they live in hell, which makes sense. She also, Skylar also worked during the summer at a camp for kids with disabilities. I'm just trying to build her character up right quick. Um, now, let me go back one second. I'll put this in about the Dr. Murray chard thing. Quote, while the Warren County Prosecutor's Office unintentionally presented false information to the grand jury in this case. The indictment and prosecution are defective all the same and should be dismissed in according with Miss Richardson's rights to a fair trial and due process. That's what the defense said in their motion. And I fully agree. No matter if you didn't, if you meant to do it or not, you did it and you tainted the case. I don't know what you guys stand on that. I, I I kind yeah. of agree actually because mm-hmm. I think that um she she does deserve a fair trial. Yeah. I mean ultimately Absolutely. my opinion, you know, you made a bad decision whether that was you murdered a live baby, which is a terrible terrible decision, or you covered up you buried a stillborn in the in the backyard and didn't report. I think like I think you have to like I could see how someone in high school who is hiding it from her parents thought it would be just as well like you're burying your dead dog in the backyard. Yeah, and I can I can, I could see it. I, I can see could. that. I can see why she would have done that, but that doesn't mean it was the right decision. No, but it, I could I don't think it was necessarily a crime. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Is it I feel like there's a law though. Like if you have to like if you give birth to a baby, you have to like and it and it dies. Like I feel like it has to. I feel like it has to be on record. I don't know if that's right. It, I, I, I just think it that's might be, but I wouldn't. If if I were a high school kid, I would definitely wouldn't know that. Right. I don't know that now, right? right. Like if yeah, I was no. playing, I'd be like, well, it like I'm trying to put it into perspective. Like if that happened to me, if I was trying to hide it, if I was secretly pregnant, didn't want John to know, didn't want my parents to know, and it just slipped out when I was going to to the bathroom. You know, like I, it's a terrible situation to be in. I give her, I do give her credit like, for carrying the child to term, and you know, I I do because 
you know, as you guys may or may not know, I personally, I am pro-life and I'm not, you know, and, and but not just children. I've shared my opinion before, like the whole spectrum. Everyone has a right to life, every single person. So I don't know. I just feel like I think that it could have been handled differently, but she was only 18. So, yeah. And I would say, too, like if she wanted to, you know, OK, here's if she wanted to kill her child which i you know i'm i'm kind of leaning towards if it if it was a stillborn i think that this is a plausible like path to have gone down it's still a little bit like the baby really just slipped out but other than that i, I can follow along with it because if she wanted to kill the baby and it was alive when she did that well honestly she could have she could have just had an abortion if she truly didn't want the baby maybe right. she found out too late where maybe that was not an option for her right because i do believe in pro-choice but you know i so it's kind of more plausible to me that the stillborn thing may have actually been real yeah i definitely believe it was a stillborn i'm about to tell you why but, that, but and that would also explain why the parents didn't wake up. But if you type if in... If there wasn't a screaming yeah. baby. Right. If you type in her name, you're going to get one side of the story. Cheerleader slut kills her baby by burning it and throwing it in the backyard. That's the story you're going to see. And I right. don't think that's fair. That doesn't that doesn't do any justice also, to anything. Baby, and we're going to talk about the, the... The baby could have hit her hit its head in when it came out in the toilet. Yeah. On the toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. And plus, I can't believe anything Dr. Murray says. Oh, why does it matter? So what? I said the body was burned. Who cares? Okay, it's not. So what? It's still dead. But that's a bad attitude anyway, you know? <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Who cares? It's still dead. Well, you're the fucking expert. Okay? Yeah, you're And everyone care. is saying the body's been burned because you fucked up. So, yeah. It should be taken up a notch, and you should lose your damn job, because that's fucked. Yeah. All right. Then again, going back, maybe sh- maybe Skyler and I. This is just conjecture, just trying to provide some sort of thinking. Maybe she was pro life and didn't believe in abortion, so she carried the t- child yeah. to term. And that, but but if you are pro life, then you should know that murder is also right, not pro life, right. But you know what so I mean. It still goes but along there's with the, a still, huge, the stillborn thing. Uh, there's and and I just want to say I do respect everyone's opinion on this topic. It's a very taboo topic to talk about. And you know Nicole and I, yeah, you know we all live together and we don't really talk about this really. But it's not like this is you know we have opposing opinions, so we can't be friends type of thing. Right. I, you know, like I say, I everyone's respect, entitled to their own opinion. Exactly. Um, but for me, like I kind of just said a couple minutes ago, like. Pro life, it's it's not just it's not just abortion. I know that's kind of the big thing in the news right now, um, but you know it's. It, I don't know. Like you should know if you if you're if you're pro life, you should take every single measure possible to 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 help. Li- like live, like you know, like you know, we're not for the death penalty. We're not for. I would assume that somebody who, if if she, for example, is 
pro-life and maybe that's her belief stance, one would think that they would also be like, you know, anti-murder. Right. But then again, some people may have some weird fucked up moral codes like Pee Wee Gaskin Right. <laughs> what I'm saying is like because a huge argument right now is Roe v. Wade and pro-life and the, like the spotlight is on abortion, maybe, uh, I, and I feel like Ohio, this is one of the s- s- bigger states. I Like I said, I don't really follow the news, so I could be wrong, but like maybe in some people's minds, that's all the issue is. Pro-life equals abortion or not. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe she, maybe she they don't understand that. So I don't know. Well, here is why this case is so charged to begin with. This one guy. Who the baby daddy? I cannot find the baby daddy. Ah. I've not seen anyone. I've seen the boyfriend. But I don't know. For sure. They didn't him. go into if it's the boyfriend of the baby or not. I have not seen anywhere of the baby's daddy. And I've looked everywhere. I've typed in all kinds of keywords. So anyway, um, this is David Fornshell. Go to talkmore.com. I'm embedding this video. You need to see it. This is the Warren County prosecutor. This is the guy that stood up and said, we got him. We got that terrorist. Not really, but that's kind of how he sounds. He is <laughs> extraordinarily pro-life. And in this video, he says that Skylar and her mother, quote, now he's coming out right when she gets arrested. This is like he just caught a serial killer. Quote, they're pretty obsessed about their appearances on the in the outside world. OK, and he also said that the baby was burned uh, and he made it sound like it was burned alive. Can you find that where he said that now that press release now? No, because they took it off. That's crazy. Why did they remove it? I don't know. Probably because it's a bunch of fucking lies. Anyway, here's this guy talking. Skylar and her family, and particularly her mother, uh, were pretty obsessed with external appearances and how things appeared to the outside world. And, and you have a situation where, you know, she's a, she's a, a cute uh, high school, uh, grad, recent high school graduate. Uh, she was a cheerleader, uh, a, a described good girl by her attorney. Now, he's really pro-life, really pro-life. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, but you see where his motives are. He said, okay, okay, I'm going to take the death penalty off the table. The fucking death penalty. Yeah, you got to be shitting me, man. She's a fucking high school student when this happened, and you're going to put her to death? Well, he didn't. He's not. But he says that to make it sound like it's way bigger than it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I just caught this fucking monster. They're so obsessed with what everyone thinks, and I don't know. Just, Which, again, that's see, inter- but, but, it's interesting, though, kind of going back to your point, Jen, like people are, who are pro-life who are, still support the death penalty. Right. I mean, and uh, that's, no. If you, if you're, if you're, say you're pro-life and you support the death penalty, then you're not pro-life. I'm sorry, you're anti-abortion. That's right. two different things. Well, he's, he. He pulled the death penalty off the table. That's what he said. Well, he also well, said, I'm just saying the that, fact that he was even no, considering it. Yeah, but I mean, like, even, but this whole. That's the tactic they use to make it seem like yeah, it's bigger than it is. But I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not arguing your point. I'm just saying, like, but it wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with being pro-life or not. Like, she had the baby. She didn't have an abortion. This is an abortion case. You yeah, know but what I mean? He, he came right. out, well, he came out and said, 
basically the baby was alive. She cracks his head open and then burns it. So that's what all the media runs with. But that's not the story that she's telling at all. She's right. saying it was stillborn and it didn't even open its eyes or breathe. And then she buries it in the backyard. So now the defense is like, well, you guys had spread all this false information about her burning. Like she's some evil witch burning and throw it in the backyard. And it was a stillborn. Now, let, let me I get wish they could the, prove I that, mean, and the prosecution but. is going off of off of information that they received from the from the the initial anthropology report, though, which is wrong. It, well, exactly. So if they can pull, if, I think that I think that the trial really does need to either be postponed or it has thrown been postponed out. Several okay, so times. it needs to be something needs to be done where they can get a, a correct. I think it should be thrown out because you you can never prove. No one can say for a fact that the baby was living or dead. Then I would say if that cannot be proven and there was no – if there was no burning and the bashing of the head could have been like easily explained from like hitting the head on the toilet, yeah. then there is not – Because she said it was unexplained then, Let me finish. Fractures. There is not yeah. enough evidence to support a conviction. But they're right. making it her seem like on, a fucking monster. I know. And I'm just saying it has to be – yeah. like you think about it. Think about this from – like all the big, big stories, not even ones that we've done, like making a murder or serial. Like there has to be enough evidence beyond a reasonable doubt. I doubt it. I said, well, drop I, the case. I mean, until let her go. Probably until we heard that the the pathologist recanted their statement. Until that point, I was like, well, that's kind of effed up that you would do that to a child. Like, regardless if if yeah. it was just born or you're five years old, you know, or anyone, any human being that, you know, it's still murdered. That doesn't, it, I feel like when you talk about children, it seems a little bit more heinous because they're at a disadvantage size wise mentally, but without having the evidence, it, like without having indisputable evidence of what happened, I, I don't feel like this trial can really go forward. All right. So in order, or let, let me, innocent. Yeah. Let me, uh, so the stillborn theory, here's a little backing for that. According to Cincinnati.com, September 2018, Skyler was debilitated by eating disorders and wouldn't, quote, chew gum because of its calories. Just before her 16th birthday, according to her medical records, which were very large, just on her eating disorders, she nearly fainted at a cheer competition, a cheer competition from not eating. Okay. Now, this could explain why the family didn't know because at 5'1", her weight fluctuated from 90 pounds Jesus. to 140 pounds constantly. She has an eating disorder. Now, this is what her mother says, Kimberly. Quote, if she had come to me and said she was pregnant, I would have said, okay, not exactly in the cards, but we will, but we will deal with it. That would have been easier to deal with than this eating disorder, Kim said. I can't describe it. When your child won't eat a piece of gum or she is worried about toothpaste and you can't do anything mm. about it. Okay, you have okay. a parent or you have a pregnant woman. That won't even eat chewing gum because of its calories. The baby is obviously not getting sufficient nutrients. Right. 
Okay. Probably not taking a prenatal vitamin. She's probably yeah, exactly. not taking supplements. So, I'm just probably. I, I don't know anything about giving birth or anything, um, but it kind of makes sense to me that it would lean more towards a stillbirth if the parent, the mother, is not even eating herself. Do you know if they had saying. done an ultrasound? I was just going to ask that because that's where, because of the the statement from the pathologist being thrown out, that's where I question. They the, didn't do an ultrasound. All they did. They only She's did only went test. twice to request birth control medicines. They found out she was pregnant the second time. It was after they found out she wasn't pregnant. So that's it. So she did. She just they didn't do any tests on no the tests. baby. Nothing. So the baby, I th- could have been dead. Yeah. when she went to that doctor, mm-hmm. he may have the, the or she the baby may have already been dead. So if that's the case. Then that would be much more plausible for a an easy childbirth if the baby was not fully de- developed at nine months. Right. It, it could if it had died months prior, the baby may have been like four or five pounds. Right. And that c- could not be as painful as eight. It pound could babies. also explain why she wasn't showing as much. Yep, plus yeah. the eating disorder explains right. why she wasn't showing as much. Now, as I said, the prosecutor really totally plausible. Put a shit ton of gasoline in this case, and the police were even treating the family like they were the fucking Manson murderers. This is according to the father. I don't understand why the very minute that they showed up to our house, they started lying to us, the father, Scott, said. I mean, the first words out of the detective's mouth were, quote, we just need to talk to your daughter about something she might have witnessed. She is not in any trouble. He said that at least half a dozen times. Told her when she got uh, told her when she got here, you are not in any trouble. We just need to talk to you. And then they go down there and read her her rights, lock her up while they are tearing up our house. To me that is just wrong. I agree. Quote, I mean Isn't that not a crime? Quote, I mean, not even in your worst nightmare do you have something like that in your life. And whatever happened to innocent and proven guilty? You mean guilty and proven innocent. That's how our system works. Listen, I said this a million times every episode. Do not talk to cops at all. If they want to question you, do not without an attorney. I don't care if you're guilty as shit or innocent as fuck. Get an attorney right off the bat because we might have another false confession here. On July 20th, 2017, she was interviewed for a second time. Now, just in the four-hour mark of her getting grilled, being called all kinds of names, the detectives, you know, they're trying to get her to admit to something. No, the baby was alive. It was alive. Tell us, tell us, tell us. Okay. After the fourth hour, all right. This was after 29 times, 29 times she says, quote, I did not kill my baby. The fourth hour struck, and she's just tired as shit. She just wants to go home. Yes, maybe I did kill her a little. That's what she says. So now that is going to be the big thing. Maybe I did kill her a little. Well, what does that mean? It's probably yeah, a is, false confession. She was sitting mean? there fucking four hours. She's wanting to say anything. Guys, do not talk to police. Do not talk to detectives at all. Get an attorney. Don't go down that Brandon Dassey road ever. Mm. Sorry, that's my soapbox. I'm really passionate about this case because, like, I want to bring a different side to it. Honestly, I'm. You've convinced me. I'm. I'm on 
Team John tonight. All right, Team John. Let me tell you one more thing. Um, this is from her aunt Vanessa. Quote, Skylar is a pleaser, and she was already blaming herself about the baby being stillborn. She kept wrestling with the distressing idea that she may have somehow caused the baby to be born stillborn, and I think investigators twisted that around to prove that she is guilty of murder. All right. I that's um now the the judge Obviously, they're all pro-life, which is nothing wrong with that, but they're not giving any leniency to the defense. They actually requested three separate trials. This is from Fox 19, July 30th, 2019. They say the defense says her right to a fair trial is prejudiced and has asked the court to order three separate trials to avoid and, quote, impermissible joinder of offenses. Of course, that's denied, too. She's going to... Court September 3rd, that's in a few days. And I'm really interested to see what the verdict will be. What do you guys have to say about this? I just feel like we need we need more information, but without that, it's it's tough. This poor girl had a teen pregnancy and she gave birth. It, and obviously from there we don't know what happened. All we know is that she gave birth and she I mean I don't know. It's traumatic. Going through a lot. All Uh, right. We got one on Team John. Jen. Team John or Team Jen? (laughs) (laughs) That was me talking. No, um, no. Nicole said she was on Team John. Yeah. Well, I'm playing Switzerland. I... I'm not. It's not me versus you. I just wish that we had more physical evidence from the based on the evidence that you have. Do you believe that she is guilty or not guilty? You'll never know if it was stillborn or alive. There's no test that then, can prove that. Based on the concept beyond a reasonable doubt, then I'd have to say... It's not a concept. Not, that's the law. <laughs> yeah. That's the way, I couldn't find my words. But, but you know they're going to use I that confession her, against I, her. But, I, but I, I can't find her guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. I don't think she's guilty. I think she's innocent. Uh, yeah, I think she... You I could think have told that, the story the in a very different way. And, and, and everyone else is telling like, it that way, yeah, man. yeah, burn her at the stake. No, just kidding. Everyone but, else you know is I mean. telling it that way. Everybody else is telling it that way. And I think it's total bullshit. I think she is probably just a stupid teenager that made is just bad, stupid. I don't she think ma- she's, She made a bad decision by taking exactly. that kid and burying it in the backyard. That I'm standing by that. Exactly. But, but I, without knowing for sure what happened, I can't really say anything else. I mean, but just to bash her as some cheerleader that bashes a kid's head in and lights it on fire. And that's the, that's the state Ohio prosecutor doing that, going and spreading all this gas on this fire. It's fucked. And look, now her life is ruined. Even if she's found innocent, no one will ever hire her again. I Are you hope, serious? I hope that she's, she's never going to get hired again. She's going to have to change her name and well, everything else. Well, she's going to have to move. She's going to have to move. Yeah. But anyway, that's my story on uh, Brooke Skyler Richardson. Good luck in your court case, September 3rd. Um, best of luck to you. In my opinion, if I was sitting on that jury, I would vote innocent. And I cannot wait to see all the the negative comments I get about this because I know a lot of people are going to hate this. No, I thought you did a very good job of, you know. But that's all the evidence out there. If you just look at the very first layer of um, the case, you just see 
the cheerleader that bashes her daughter's head in and burns her. But if you dig in a little bit more, you find something else. Eating disorders, all kinds of the the prosecutors spreading false information, all kinds of shit. If you really enjoyed this story, be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you use. If you really like this story, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our stalker, go to talkmurder.com slash join. Become a Talko Supremo. Get a badass t-shirt, sticker, swag, a lot of love. Shout it out all over the place. Tell me what story you want me to do. I'll research it, dedicate it to you on the Talk Murder Me podcast. My name is John here with Jen and Nicole. And until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people. Maddie's believes nature is beautiful, majestic, serene. But human nature is inventive, intrepid, reckless. Nature says, look how many colors I can fit in a sunset. Human nature says, look how many hot wings I can fit in my mouth. But human nature needs nature. That's why there's Maddie's all-natural acid and indigestion relief, a drug-free remedy for human nature, available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and Amazon. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There are so many reasons not to skip breakfast. So many savory, mouth-watering, tasty, delicious beyond all belief reasons. Actually, that last one was pretty convincing. Stop by for a McDonald's breakfast. Mix and match a sausage biscuit, sausage McMuffin, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Any two for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.